0: On February 24, 1955, Steve Jobs was born to a humble family. Joanne Carroll Schiebel his mother attended Wisconsin and met Jobs' father while studying at the university. Joanne decided to put her son up for adoption since her partner's family disapproved of their union. Joanne gave up her infant child to a working-class family, Clara and Paul Jobs. They resided in Sunset District, San Francisco. She only agreed to give up her child on condition that the couple would educate him through college. Clara and Paul Jobs added another adoptive daughter, Patricia, to their family when Steve was only two. The growing family necessitated their movement into a larger house. California Living the family relocated to California, Mountain View. Paul Jobs continued with rebuilding cars. Often, Steve would join his father in the workshop. Working on cars fueled his love for electronics from a tender age. Young Steve had a hard time making friends in school. He often found schoolwork in the Mountain View as a tedious exercise. It made his parents relocate to California, Los Altos, when he was 12 so that he could access more superior education in a new district. Jobs new neighborhood had more engineers. His learning steadily increased in the new education district. His passion for electronics continued to grow. At the age of 13, Steve was offered a summer job for assembling counters by Bill Hewlett. Steve met Wozniak when he started studying at Homestead High School. Wozniak was the school's resident electronic whiz. At Homestead, Steve identified the American counterculture and grew interested in music, literature, and religion. At 16, Jobs would visit Wozniak at the University of Berkeley. He took English classes and worked on an underground film project at Stanford. Wozniak gave Jobs a circuit board, a personal version of Pong video game in the year 1972. Jobs used the circuit board in his resume and convinced Atari to give him a job as a technician. After his job, he left his studies in Oregon, Reed College. In the same year, Jobs left Atari and traveled to visit holy sites in Sharma and other parts of India. However, he soon stopped his visits and returned to work on the circuit board model for Atari. His friend Wozniak at the time was working on a blue box. Wozniak designed the blue box to trick the telephone networks into granting users long-distance calls through emission of the right tones. The two boxes, though illegal, were the two friends' first sales to their customers. Wozniak completed his first Apple One computer in 1976. Upon seeing it for the first time, Jobs suggested that the computer would easily sell. Alongside their mutual friend, Ronald Wayne, they formed the Apple Computer. The meetings took place in Jobs' garage in California. Unlike today's sleek computers, the initial production was a bit massive. Wayne left the partnership. Later on, Daniel Kotke joined Apple Computer. The triple partnership felt the need to start production of Apple computers if they would secure capital. Innovation distinguishes between a leader and a follower. Steve Jobs One of the first mass-produced microcomputers was Apple 11 an 8-bit-sized home computer. The primary design for the product was done by Wozniak. Apple's destiny changed after the release of what was termed as a simple digital music year a decade ago. In October of 2001, Apple created the iPod. It packed music in a 5GB white box that looked like stacked cards. Unlike the reputation that it got, Apple had decided to unveil the gadget in Cupertino Campus in a low-key event. The unveiling of the Apple gadget was met with skepticism by both fans and the media. It might seem to be unthinkable today, but around two decades ago the concept of personal computers was very new, and people used to listen to their favorite tunes on their Walkman, at this moment Steve Jobs was cast out of the Apple. In 1985 is the year that Microsoft and IBM were dominating the world of computing. And just a year earlier there was the launch of Macintosh, one that appeared to be foundering. And at the time Jobs was the force that was behind Apple, which seemed not just to be expandable but also a threat to the company he had already built. In 1989, West Eden who was a national bestseller was able to publish a piece that tells us how it went down. The piece has been written as a two-part easy, and part two it first excerpted from its introduction to the new edition in the year 2009. The contributing author, Frank Rose went ahead to explain how Jobs could be the fall guy in one decade and the next decade be the company savior. The year 1997 seemed to be a prosperous year for Jobs. He had bought Pixar a decade ago, a small company that was focusing on animation. In 1995 is when the company had just received the second highest grossing film with the famous Toy Story in only the first release. The next year Apple bought Next, which is a computer startup that he had founded right after John Scully showed him the door, but soon after he was brought back as a special advisor of the company. When the latest CEO resigned, and no one was left that could challenge him, he assumed the power of the company. The very first thing he did was negotiate a truce with one of Apple's nemesis, Microsoft. Famous speech The first story he told was about connecting the dots, the second covered love and loss, and the third story was about death. His speech was able to emphasize on triumph over adversity. Stories that cover topics of success over struggle tend to resonate with an audience because as humans we have been hardwired to empathize with each other's efforts. Stories are vehicles which we all use in sharing our common bonds. If you would like to give people the needed courage then a great speech is necessary as it will provide them with the inspiration they didn't know they actually had when we look at jobs speech it will be able to motivate people for several decades and be sure it will continue to do so at the age of 56 they announced the death of steve jobs and at this time apple officials did not mention what exactly was the cause of death but since 2004 the visionary digital leader had been battling cancer Pancreatic cancer has been one of the fastest spreading cancers, it has been found that only about 4% of the patients are expected to survive 5 years after they have been diagnosed. Each year 44,000 new cases are reported in the US and from this number about 37,000 people die from the disease. Here's to the crazy ones. The misfits. The rebels. The troublemakers. The round pegs in the square holes. The ones who see things differently. They're not fond of rules, and they have no respect for the status quo. You can quote them, disagree with them, glorify and vilify them. About the only thing you can't do is ignore them because they change things. They push the human race forward. And while some may see them as crazy, we see genius. Because the people who are crazy enough to think they can change the world, are the ones who do. Steve Jobs.